The gospel lesson comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. And it reads, Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village, where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Let us pray. O Lord of our hearts, please speak through this simple, earthly vessel with all of its flaws and faults and failings, and let your word be an inspiration to us all. I ask that you hide me behind the cross, and let only your light shine on us all. And let the words from my mouth and the meditations within our collective hearts be acceptable within thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. A clean heart or a clean house? A clean heart or a clean house? I think that for most of us, we have experienced something close to what was happening between Martha and Mary. You have friends that are coming over to your home. And you get a little worked up, making sure that everything is presentable. This might include vacuum, running the vacuum cleaner to get those key areas, such as the living room. Or maybe cleaning up the backyard and setting out the lawn furniture. You are halfway through preparing the meal, and then you hear the doorbell ring and it's earlier than what you anticipated. You need to buy some time, so you call out to your spouse or your partner or whoever it is that was helping you to get things in order, and you ask them to get the door, to show the guests in, so that they can find a comfortable spot in your home so that you can then spend a few more precious moments getting everything ready. You holler out in the kitchen that you'll be in there in just a few minutes and hearing that your guests respond that they're okay and that they are, that they know that they're a little early, you then turn your attention to wrapping up what you were doing. However, two things happen almost simultaneously 
that will really start to gum up the works. First, you look around and you wonder if there's other areas that should be cleaned or checked on. Did anyone clean the bathroom? Is there enough ice for the drinks? Should you finish preparing the meal or wait a few minutes, spend some time catching up with your friends, and then break away to finish cooking the meal? Maybe you have time to start a load in the dishwasher, to clear the sink, and to keep the kitchen from looking so cluttered. While you are puttering around with all these last minute concerns, you hear folks talking and laughing in the other room. And you realize that the person who was supposed to be helping you get everything ready is right there in the midst of the conversation, doing all of those things that you had hoped to do. This is why you invited your friends over in the first place. If you're like Martha, you start to do a slow burn at the person who was supposed to be helping you, the one who was like Mary at this point. Your thoughts at this juncture to the person who stopped helping you and started having a lot more enjoyment is how can you be entertaining our guests when there is so much work for us to do to get this place ready for us to entertain and enjoy our company? Yes, there is something to be said about having a presentable home and doing all those things that will make the guests and visitors feel comfortable within your home. But if the reason for inviting folks over was to spend some time in fellowship, then that should be the priority. That should be the focus, the main thing to do for the evening. You see in this gospel lesson, Martha, seemingly got too caught up with getting the home presentable for Jesus. However, her sister Mary, while some might suggest she really wanted to duck out of doing her fair share of the work around the house, instead got caught up with the lessons that Jesus shared. Having the home clean is a good thing. Because who is really a fan of having dust puppies and such? But to have the living word in your home, to have Christ sharing some time with you, breaking bread with you for your body, and feeding your spirit with his love. Well, yeah, that is when we all sort of have to pump the brakes and pull up a chair to listen, to question, and to learn. There are times when we, as the church, as this beautiful body of believers, can also be at times like Martha, and at other moments like Mary. When we get so involved 
evolution of our committees and our ministries to the point where we overlook the intent and the purpose of those ministries and those committees. We have signed up that we have signed on to, then we start to lose our focus. And we start to forget what the task really was. And that's when we are taking on a Martha-like personality. We would be like that choir who is focused on everyone's choir robes and their music folds, how the choir possesses in making sure that everybody is walking in step, that they have the proper cadence, and sitting in the correct place in the choir law. This is all well and good, as long as it does not take the focus away from what the choir is really there to do, which is to sing, to lead the congregation in song, to breathe life into the hymns and spirituals, to use the gift of music to bring the words of scripture to all of us. Oh, if the choir emphasizes their music, singing harmoniously and enunciating their lyrics, bringing the good news to us in song, maybe they have missed out on the appearance of uniformity. But I think that they are capturing where Mary, again in this gospel lesson, where Mary would be if she were a member of that choir. We should always consider the intent of whatever activity that we are doing, whatever ministry that we are a part of, whatever committee that we belong to. We could follow a strict literal interpretation of our committee or ministry. Some activity within the church or something that we belong to in the community. However, embracing the intent of our committees, of our ministries, of our activities, our church, helps to remind us of what we are doing and more so why we are doing these tasks. I'm not trying to downplay tradition, but I do think that by looking at the concept of intent, we help to keep our eyes centered on the heart of the matter, on what is truly important, and we stay true to our calling and our purpose open doors, open hearts, and open minds is more than a clever slogan. Because if we truly embrace its intent, then we open ourselves to this greater community. We welcome all who would come into this place, and we become emboldened to venture out just as we are with our own set of flaws and failings to meet folk where they are. When we pass the peace, it is not just something that we do midway through the service. It should be something that 
we say, or, or, and it's not something we say only to those that we have a sense will rely and respond back in time. It should be our expression of forgiving and asking for forgiveness. It's a simple gesture to say that I see who you are and just like me, I know and love the fact of knowing whose you are. It is a way in just a few words or even with a smile to say thank you for being in this beautiful place with me, for allowing me the time to grow and to evolve and to better understand you and myself. It is part of the service where we can all minister to each other, reminding us of God's love and peace and just how good God is to everyone. Martha was running the risk of missing out on what Jesus brought when he came into her home. Having her home clean was okay, but having the opportunity to have her heart washed and cleansed with the love that Jesus brought to her and Mary, the same love that Christ offers to us today and every day, the same love that is offered and so desperately needed in this world today is so much more then okay, it is priceless. Amen.